In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. I'm your host, Colleen Witt, and today we have very special guest recording artist, Killer F from the Fanatics hey, is in hey. the building. Hey, 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 hey. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. I'm excited to have you on the show. Mm, thanks for having me. So you are on the Eating While Broke show, which means that you cook for me. 
So what broke dish are you going to have me eating today? Today we having some ground turkey tacos. You feel me? Uh-huh. We got some ketchup, some hot sauce, and some... Uh... Shells? Yeah, taco some, shells? <laughs> some two-tone taco shells. Yeah, that's two-tone because I put them in our oven and burnt them. Which is what I'm famous for on the show, actually, is burning people's burning, food. Burning people's food. It's burning people's food. Just a little extra crunch. about ketchup and tacos together so this will be the first for me really yeah you black i'm jewish and jamaican black and white yeah oh yeah so you ain't had it like that yeah no no and i'm not from la no where you from? i'm from new york so you know okay east coast i'm from the east coast too where 69th street okay yeah okay okay well while you start cooking for me okay i want you to take me back to what was going on when you was eating tacos Oh, what was going on? I was eating tacos. Man, I want to say I was getting put out the house while the tacos was getting made. Because <laughs> I was running around and going crazy and shit. So my mom used to put me out, but she used to make the most fire tacos. Aw, so yeah. this is like a tribute to your mom? Yeah, rest in peace. It's a tribute to my mom. Okay, okay. Well, start cooking for me, brother. Let me, let me hook it up, baby. Hold on. You know? That's it right here. How often do you guys get to see Killer cook? Has, has, do you ever cook for your fans on camera? I never cook, but I show shit. I cook like the cakes and shit. I like to bake cakes and shit. You bake cakes? I fuck the cake. From scratch? Scratch. Or the box? Either or. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun fact I would have never thought. Oh, so you're going to have to help me out. How you turn this thing on right here? Oh, yeah. That's how you know he ain't in the kitchen. This class. is different right here. We ain't had this in the hood. Nah, we had it right look, here. Poop, look, poop. it's that first knob right there. All right, bop. Let me put that on low. Put it on medium, maybe. And then... uh that's you ain't got funny. no grease. All right, we're going to do this right here. Drop this thing on there like it's hot. I could have grease for you, but I just assumed you didn't need any. I'm going to let that thing cook. We'll let it brown on that side for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I feel like just prejudging you, you have no idea what you're doing. Why you say that? <laughs> Shout outs to your mom. <laughs> so your mom made these tacos for you growing up. Yeah. And, and we're like... Paint the whole picture for me of like what your home life is. Father in the house. Oh yeah, father, father in the house. house. Father's in the house. I had two sisters. Uh, older sister. She a lesbian. She's like an older brother. You're hilarious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Oh, sister. now now she's all wait. She she transformed. Oh, she so now she's a brother. Well, I don't know. Wait. She's still a girl. She's still a girl. But she started growing facial hair. Okay. Now um now now that you took us out this path, I have a couple questions. <laughs> What was that transition like for her to go from a girl to a boy for you? I didn't expect it. Because, you know, growing up, I, me seeing her, she was always a girly girl. She was pretty. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, she started playing sports like basketball. And then one day, I walked in the house. I go in my room. Mm-hmm. She in there kissing her girl. And I'm like, oh, I'm telling mama. <laughs> Tell her mama. She ran out. She grabbed him up. She's like, I'll give you some shark bites. I'll give you some fruit snacks. She bribed me and shit. So I never told my mom. And then one day we got into it real bad. I just blurted that shit out like, that shiny gay. What the, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's how my mom found out. Like, was, was she devastated or was she cool? My big sister? No, it was oh, her. Oh, my mom. Your mom. I don't think she really cared. I don't think she really cared. Did you care at all? Nah, she had some pretty girlfriends. For real? Do you ever go around her and be like, what you think about this shorty? Nah, man, our relationship ain't the same. My big sister moved. She moved to Vegas and like, I rarely see her like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Once my mom passed, it was like, I'm going to say shit just got like, you know, the family ain't like how it used to be. Yeah, it got spread out. Yeah, it spread out. Or was it like sometimes when someone passes, there's like fight over assets or who's oh, taking nah, care of Oh, no, hell no, nah, hell no. Nah. Hell no, nah. my mom was rich or nothing like that. It was nothing to fight over. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, were your parents still together? Uh, no, they actually broke up. I want to say when I was uh, like 18, they split up. That's, that's a, okay. Yeah, they split up. Okay. So they were together a long time. And it, how a long did, time. So did, they split up. Uh, I don't even know why, but they fucking split up and shit. And that's when like shit started going rough. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to find my way around and my mom's over here. My mm -hmm. pop's over here. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to be grown and shit. It's like, I don't want to stay over here with them. Let me do my own thing. So okay. That's what shit went rough. And that's, was that around the time your mom was throwing you out the house? No, she never threw me out the house. Like, oh, I like, thought nigga, you were just saying. No, like I said, when I was cooking tacos, when she was cooking tacos when I was younger and shit, you know what I'm saying? She would kick me out. Hey, nigga, food ain't ready. Go oh, outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, nah, she never okay. kicked me out the house. Oh, okay, long. okay, okay. So was you a good kid? I was a little sneaky kid. But I was good, though, bro. What you mean, sneaky? I was always into shit. Okay. I'm like, always into shit. Like, like what? Like, like anything <laughs> streets or just oh the like, streets like or just like pulling pranks on people or just that I'm girls. like a, I'm just a joker like off the top I'm just a joker and I'm a flirt okay, okay. you know what I'm I can see that about I you. had a lot of girls okay I was no problem like that until I started selling drugs that's when I fucked up that's when I found out like shit was like oh shit nigga well, what do you mean like I started getting in trouble with the law like downtown LA like eighteen. Did you actually get to go to jail? I went to jail before in downtown LA. It was terrible. No, I didn't go. I swallowed my shit. You swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> I, cause my best my best friend, he was actually he he was already seasoned on that type of shit. So he was basically like he was showing me how to sell dope. Mm -hmm. So he he used to break it down for me, show me how to bag it and shit. So he always told me like, hey man, keep you some orange juice or Gatorade mm -hmm. in case you gotta swallow that shit. But I never thought what he was talking about. Like, what you mean like swallow this shit? So one day I'm at the bus stop. I'm on, I'm gonna say I'm on 7th and 7th and Broadway. It's like it's late, it's late at night. And I'm out there, I'm serving. And then I see the police, they come and jump out, but the shit is in my mouth. So why like, is it in your mouth already? Because that's where I was keeping it in, in case I had the Oh my gosh. You know, I ain't so never hilarious the things that yeah. we go through for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never, when I was to sell dope, I never used to like hand it to the the crackhead or something. I used to spit it out. Okay. Like, like, get okay. that shit. Like, put the money in the phone booth. Okay. That's so I, I let somebody else pick it up. Okay. So you would just like spit it on the ground. You yeah, would spit, spit it on the, on the ground. ground. Like, you're so smooth. We'd be like, they I already know what they, they want. What they want. They say what they want. I just, I don't know. It's crazy. I used to feel that shit in my mouth. Like I had a dimes on this side and I had a dubs on this side. You're hilarious. I'm for real. So okay. So take me back to the bus stop incident. <laughs> so I was at the bus just stop. Just what I thought I was gangster. You just you just <laughs> up my gangster. No, for real. I'm at the bus stop and the police they hop out on me. Boom. They grab me. They searching me and shit. But these police they janky though. Yeah. They all rough and shit. But it's like you just like spit it out. Spit oh, it they out. knew it was in your mouth. Yeah. 
They knew it was in my mouth. I'm already swallowing this shit. Boom. Open my mouth and shit. I ain't got nothing. This time I'm going crazy because I just swallowed some crack. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, <laughs> I just swallowed some crack. Wait, where was your Gatorade in your your? It was in my hand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but the police had me, so I swallowed it. So I'm trying to play cool. As soon as they let me go, I had to lie. I'm like, I got, to, I had a bus. I still had a bus transfer in my hand. Mm-hmm. So I lied. I'm like, man, my girlfriend is at the Cecil. It's a hotel right there. She's at the Cecil. I'm like, I just came from seeing her. Well, they let me go. As soon as they let me go, there's a bar on the corner. I run to the bar. <laughs> I'm like, I use the bathroom. I'm in the drinking, trying to throw all of them up. So only like, I had like six rocks. Like uh thing like four came out. So now I'm in there paranoid. Like <laughs> I'm like <laughs> now for real. Now I'm in there paranoid. Like, man, I gotta get this shit out. Run back in there, buy some more Gatorade, go back in the bathroom, trying to throw this shit up and it finally come out. And you were counting them. Yeah, I was counting them. I knew how many I had in my mouth. Shit. Were you scared like one of them was gonna break in your body? Like when you, when they in your mouth, you you taste the shit. Yeah. Like it's seeping through the bag. Like you taste like it's like low key, like uh I wanna say like Vinegar is so, like a little salty taste in your mouth. Ew. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, but. But yeah. you were selling crack. That's like a major drug. Hell yeah, it was just fast money. And it was downtown LA, so it was yeah. like coming oh, yeah. rapidly fast. Yeah. They bring like, you like anything. Skid Row? they bring you anything. I'm talking about anything. What do you mean? You name it. They, the crackheads gonna bring it to you. What do you so you, some dope. Like they'll bring you anything. You'll be like, I need a. Plasma, plasma. You ain't needed nothing. They coming with this shit. Like they walk, like I promise. They coming up to you with this shit. I remember like they used to give us their EBT cards. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Was there ever an incident of somebody that was like a crackhead that you truly wish they weren't on crack? Man, there was a lot of pretty females down there. Like, like pretty, but just like smokers. Like, you'd be like, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened to you? And they had a cold story. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it was raped and sometimes had pimps. Yeah. Got them on lives, all type of shit. Damn. So those like those were the stories where you're just like, ooh. Yeah, and then we see babies, like when you see the babies down there with their moms, like, that shit really like, damn. Do I really wanna be doing this shit? Like Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. yeah. And is your was your mom aware of that stuff? Man, the way my mom found out I was selling dope was, all right, I had a shoebox full of money. Shoebox full of money. You're like a Perfect cartoon character <laughs> movie. Like, I, you could write a movie about this, by the way. Oh, for real. I had a shoebox full of money. Uh-huh. And I left it at the house. Like, because that was like a safe spot. So when I came home, she found the money. Uh-huh. She she already called my dad and shit, told him that I was selling dope and woo do woo Because it had the little, little zigzags in that motherfucker and uh-huh. shit. So she told him that shit. What did he say? This nigga picked me and my best friend up. And it was like on my head, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga was threatening me and shit. He was like, oh, you niggas wanna be uh, Nino Brown and G Money, nigga? Uh, you niggas wanna game bang, huh? I'm gonna put you on. Y'all gonna be under me. Y'all like, talk to me crazy. We, <laughs> we terrified of this nigga, like. <laughs> you know, it's your dad? This my dad, he an OG, triple OG. He's a, he a, okay. so he had, he had niggas scared. He like, damn. He like, no, nigga, you gonna get a job. You think you get a job. So that's like when I stopped selling dope. Once he got on my ass, that was it. Cause I was always scared of my pops. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Your pop sounds like a, a good man. Yeah, he, he nigga cool. Cool yeah. in a polar bear toe. He's straight. So he went straight and handled that and nipped it in the buzz. He did, but he didn't. Like I said, I was sneaky. It was, it was, so what'd you do? You just snuck it around him? I was still doing what I'm doing because it was like, I was thinking like, I, shit, I ain't want to, like all my life, I ain't seen myself working for nobody. 
You know, okay. like I didn't want to work for nobody. And then me seeing like how much money I was making off of selling dope shit, I was like, shit. And that was gonna be my next question. Were you really making that much, or was it like high school level you were making? Nah, a lot I was of making money? a lot of money because we just I was down there day and night. Like I didn't. It was rare that I went home. Like we would sell out, go re up, come right back downtown. Like me and my best friend, we had to go. Like nigga, we about to sell out. We about to sell out three times. Come back down this motherfucker. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you were you were kind of addicted to the hustle, but what'd you do with all the money? Shit, we we blew the money. Like we blew the money on like clothes, going out, and then how we really lost all the money was coming from like we got a hotel room on Hartham Boulevard, and we needed a lighter. Mm-hmm. So my dumb ass, I'm going outside to get a lighter, and I see a crackhead. The store is closed. So literally, I see the crackhead. I'm like, hey man, I, uh, I got a dollar. Give me a lighter. I'm giving this motherfucker a dollar. The fucking sheriffs pull up on me. Boom. I'm on probation. Mm-hmm. So they got probable cause to search whatever I got. So I had the room key in my pocket. So they went to the room? No, they didn't go to the room. That's how they went to the room. My best friend seen him from the window. Uh-huh. His dumb ass, he come outside like trying to see what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. They stopped him. This motherfucker on probation too. Oh, no. So bam, now they got probable cause to search the room. They wow. take the key. They go to the room, but him, he go, he, before they come to the room, he go hide the dope down the hall in the trash can. Okay, okay. So he was smart. He was okay. smart. Okay. So in the midst, we in the car, he telling me like we cool and all that. So I'm thinking we cool. The motherfucking dude from the hotel, the, he come and show the police where he, what he just did. Oh my God. You show him the dope. You show him the dope. So then what happens? They yep. arrest my best friend. Oh, they didn't arrest you? I wasn't by it. They had no proof that I had. Oh, because they had him on camera? They had him on camera doing that shit. So after that, that my dope day was over. What happened to your best friend? He went down for like, I want to say for like, uh, like 16 months. Okay, so one of your original dishes I heard was going to be the spread. I had the spread on the show before. And the original reason of the spread is for, it's well, what I heard was it's for people that go to jail. Yeah. So you were going to do the spread dish as the original dish. Yeah, I was going to do the spread dish because, not even because of jail shit. It was like, the spread is like, that's just some fast shit. Like, it's terrible. I've had it. It's uh, what, terrible. What, what you had in it, though? It was like a bunch of random stuff. It was like chips, ramen. It was like everything you'd get at a 7-Eleven or a dollar store just nah. mashed together. Nacho cheese. Nah, see, that's some nasty ass spread. I, see, I ain't going to eat no shit that's going to look like slop. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make that shit look good. Like, okay. It's going to look presentable. So what would you have spread been? Because when I got the text that you were going to do a spread, I was like, uh, my please spread, God, no. My spread was going to be top ramen noodles. Okay. That was the other one. Yeah. Hot Cheetos. That was the other one. Fritos. Yep. That was the other one. A hot pickle. Okay. And a tortilla shell and pork rinds. That doesn't even sound good. I'm so glad I didn't even do I, that. I one. promise to God, it would have been a, you would really? you would have ate that shit and like, hey, <laughs> I would have ate it and been like, what and done. Nah, I promise you, I'm gonna have to send you something for you can test it out on your own. One oh, day. I'll, I'll for surely test it. I'll test, test it. it and I'll I'll definitely put my stamp of please nobody go to jail ever. See, normally when I cook, I be having the music playing. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get the flavor. You in don't that look thing. like you cook at all. The way you was looking at this stove like a foreign machine. I ain't cooked at one of these stoves before. So after you quit the drug business, what was your next move? I was always rapping. So that was like, that was it. But after the drug business, 
I started fucking at uh, working at a. Uh, Jack in the Box. I worked at Jack in the you, Box. You, the one that said, I'm never going to work for somebody. That, no, I had a job. Don't get me wrong. My first job was Nick Check Cashing. Okay. Yeah, I worked at Nick Check Cashing and I got fired. Okay. Because they wanted to do a security check on me. What was he doing? I was working at Nick Check Cashing. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. It was just money around me. So I was just. You I was, had sticky fingers? No, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I had sticky fingers. Look, if I work for a bank, I will be up there with Ludell robbing the bank. Like, this don't make no sense. I'm getting paid this much and I'm standing around all this money. Yeah, so it was like, it was that. So I didn't go to the security test. So I got uh, terminated from Nick Check Cash. And then from Nick Check Cash, it was uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. And But you weren't selling dope at the time. No, I wasn't selling dope at Jack in the Box. Okay. No, so I said at the time. No, 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 no. So you're going, you went straight legit. And yeah. then you go from making all this money to legit. What was, when you was looking at those paychecks, like <laughs> from making all that money to making a little bit of money, what were you thinking? I don't know. Because it was not, it was like, it shit still seemed the same. You mean like the 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 drug money equal the same as the jack-in-the-box money? No, like it just seemed the same. Like, like I wasn't... Noticing the money, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not noticing money because I didn't. I wasn't caring for that shit. If it make any sense, like no, like I wasn't like adding that shit up to calculate how. Like it was getting money. I'm like I got some money coming in. That's all okay. I'm worried about. I got some okay, money coming okay, in. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. So I wasn't really into like. I know for sure it wasn't more. I was making it selling dope. Hell yeah, no. yeah. Because I know some people like when they go from making a lot of money to like working a regular job, it is a little bit of a culture shock. Like yo, I've been working two weeks. Is this all I got? But when you're young, it's not. No, it's you not were like really you were 18 or younger. Yeah, I was young. Like yeah, okay. 18, 19. Okay. That shit was like nothing. As long as I had money to buy some something fresh to wear, put gas in my car, buy some food, I wasn't tripping off of like the shit. And you didn't go to college. I went to college. Okay. But it didn't work out. I only went to college for like two days. Oh wow. Yeah. And what were your parents saying during all of this? Shit, nothing. It was split up. Oh yeah, they were split. So they weren't saying anything. They was on my my pops was on my ass. My mom, she was like, she wasn't really saying nothing because I had a job. She wasn't really saying anything. Okay. My pops was just still on my ass because he always wanted me to do better than he did. You know what I'm okay. saying? So he's always on me. Okay. Yeah. Are you and your pops still close? Hell yeah, that's my nigga. And then your siblings, you just you're not as close with your older, but you have a younger. Or? Yeah, me and my big sister, like I tap. She's weird, bro. Like. <laughs> I promise she's weird. I feel like we're like cousins on a couch and you're talking to me. You're like, yo, she's just weird, bro. Like, no, nah, she's weird. I love her, but she's like, I don't know what happened to my sister, like mentally. Like, you know what I'm saying? She ain't all there no more. Like, this ain't the same big sister that I'm used to. Uh -huh. So I gotta, like, when I be talking to her, I be having to adapt. Like, it hurt my feelings sometimes. Like, damn, nigga, this ain't my fucking big sister right here. Is it, is there like a sensitivity there? Like, can you give me more like details? I could, but I don't know if I'm, t I don't want to split my sister and say some shit that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Just be just like, I don't know if she do drugs or it's just, maybe it's alcohol or maybe uh, the death of my mom. Yeah. That fucked her up. Yeah. But I just know like, it's not the same. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Like, I can't even have no conversation with you really. When you say that, does it is it because it'll break out into a fight or a disagreement or is it like nah, she'll just get she, quiet? She's fucking... She she hang up. Oh, she'll hang up. Yeah, she'll oh, hang up. Oh, that's how I am. I'm gonna hang up or click. Boop, like Bloop. what the fuck? 
Okay, okay. So she has like some either boundaries or something going on there. I don't even know if it's boundaries or I don't know. I really don't know what it is. I'd be like, trying, I'm still trying to figure this shit out today. She called me today. I ain't answered. Because I knew how I knew how the conversation was going to go. She going to say, what you doing, nigga? I'm like, shit, chilling. She's like, oh, all right. How the kids doing? I'm like, they fine. She's like, all right, nigga. Talk to you later. And it'll be like that. Oh, okay. I see. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? That's that? how my dad handles us on Sundays. Like, every Sunday we'll get a call and he'll be like, uh, hey, what's going on? And I'll be like... The house blew up. I'm broken. I'm homeless on crack. And he'll be like, all right, well, have a good day. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be like, all right, have a good day. Talk to you next Sunday. And I'll be like, all right. Every Sunday, I'll try like something different to see if the outcome will be different. Mm. But I assure you, it doesn't matter what I tell my dad. In his mind, he did his Sunday call and that's it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I'll talk to her. I'll talk to my... My pops actually get mad when I don't talk to him and shit. Like, I don't call this nigga... Like... In two days, three days, this nigga getting mad at me. He, I call him, what's up with you, nigga? I'm like, what you mean, what's up? Oh, you, you feeling yourself? I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, come on, my nigga. I'm grown as fuck now. You, you talking. Aw, that's so cute. Yeah. I love that. Shout out to the pops. Yeah, shout out to the pops. Okay, what about your other siblings? My little sister? Yeah. Man, she's a fucking, I don't know. She, she, she like, a, she like a, a little big sister. Okay. You know what I mean? How she carries herself, yeah. like she, she's much more mature than me. Okay. Yeah. How much younger is she than you? How this fucking Lexi? What's the age how. difference? Like five even, years? I don't even know. To be That's honest. hilarious. I don't even know. That's hilarious. I don't even know how old my big sister is. I'm just being honest with you. But you don't know the age gap. I don't. Everyone knows the age gap. I don't, I don't know my little I brother's don't. age, but I know we're like seven years apart. Man, I don't know if my, I don't even know. I think my I my little sister 29 or something. I don't know if she's okay. 29 or 30. She's somewhere around there. Okay, so you have a good relationship with her. Yeah, that's my nigga. That's like, yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> There's nothing better than talking shit about siblings behind their back and in front of their face. Yeah. Uh, so take me on past the jack in the box. You're doing rap music on the side. What happens next? Uh, shit. I get fired from Jack in the Box. So they tried to make me wear some skinny ass pants. And this was like, skinny jeans was not even in. Like, they're like, you can't, I'm sagging and shit. And uh, yeah, I'm just sagging and my clothes was too big. So they okay. fired me from Jack in the Box. Okay. And then I kept making complaints. So I kept getting burnt on a taco machine. Like, the fucking taco is too hot. Yeah. yeah. You gotta crack them bitches open and put some cheese in them while they hot. So that's kept burning my finger and I'm making complaints and shit. So okay. It was all bad. So they fired you. They fired me. So then what happened? From there, I go, I go to Walmart, right, <laughs> right across the street, right across the street on, on King Crenshaw. Okay. So right across the street in my Walmart, and I ain't gonna lie, that was like the best job ever. Really? Why? Because it was like I was back in high school again. No way. I promise. It was like Walmart was like. It was like kicking it. Like you could disappear in the store. I was a courtesy associate, so all I had to do was, I was in the parking lot. All I had to do was walk, get the baskets out the parking lot, help people with their stuff to their car, get tips and shit. That's it? That's it. Okay, that's a good job. So all day I did that. Okay. So we used to be in the parking lot smoking, drinking. Hilarious. Talking to females and shit. Like, yeah, Walmart was the shit. Okay. Shout out to Walmart. Shout out to- <laughs> And when they fired me, look, I got my job right back. They couldn't get rid of me. Why'd they fire you? 
Because I was in the parking lot doing too much. You oh know? my god! So they kept. <laughs> so I was in the parking lot doing too much. But did they hired you back? Yeah, because I called the corporate office on their ass. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, and they gave me my job back. <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursion? Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay, so then what happens after this whole job, working a job? I want to get closer to Fanatics. Uh, so the job, the Fanatics was not even in existence okay. at this point. I want to say Fanatics, Fanatics started existing when I, when I got out of jail. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you did end up going to jail? Hell yeah. For how long? Uh, I want to say two years. Was it the downtown LA jail? Nah, hell no. Nah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Men's hell yeah. That shit was terrible. That shit is terrible. It's unsafe. It, no, it's no why it's unsafe. Cause they the mother, don't have no windows or bars. It's just that's like not walls. even why it's unsafe. Why? It's unsafe because the fucking police down there. That's why it's unsafe. You think the police were hell yeah, man? Ain't nigga to go to jail. They'll tell your ass. The police, they the worst. They'll set your ass up. They'll put your ass somewhere you ain't supposed to be, or they'll do something to your ass. And then it's just that's just like. That shit low key like I ain't no offense like this like low key homosexual type shit. Yeah, yeah. Like how the police try to do when you go in that motherfucker, they say shit like, uh, "Spread your ass cheeks." <laughs> I want to see your asshole. Call, scrape like I swear to God like take your man like like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Every nigga I'm not if you been to, if they been in county jail they know how the police do you up in there they spread like like what like. No way. I promise to God. I would've, it would have been my last time going to jail. They would have beat your ass in there. They would have did something to you. You wouldn't have came out normal. I went to that jail because, like, they had me on the... You ever see the Alicia Keys video where she's on the jail bus? Oh, okay. I was okay. on one of those jail buses from the Valley to L.A. And those cops were assholes, by the way. They were definitely mean. Um, that's but, not the That's not the ones. It's the ones they call the Boobop Squad. What? Yeah. It's the Boobop Squad. The Booba Squad to get your ass. There's some buff ass, some buff ass white cops. You feel me? And they get your ass. It's like I don't know. The county jail is, is janky. Okay. But it's fun though. It's fun. No, it's fun. Like it, it's fun. <laughs> no, In the it's, history of mankind, I've never heard of someone. No, nah, I'm saying like it ain't no. You know how people say jails like. Like it's like the worst thing. Like you going. It was at, the worst. I went there and I was like I'm never going back. It's bad, but it's like. Once you, if you got to be in that motherfucker, you know you're not getting out no time soon. You're going to have to adapt to that yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I said it wasn't like not bad. It's like, because you start getting to be friends with motherfuckers and shit. Like, okay, so you're like kicking it. You're kicking it at this point. I know when I was in jail, I was hanging out with like prostitutes and it was not fun. I was like, why do you guys even have nah, this? It doesn't it, even make sense. Nah, it ain't fun like that. But that shit is like, when you got to grow to that shit and you got to adapt to it. Yeah. I was only in there for like 24 hours. Oh, that was yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was counting the minutes. Like, please let me out of this place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was in there for, some, for a couple of years. Uh, So what'd you go in for? Oh, shit. Some shit. Okay, some shit. Well, do you want to leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you get out. Then what? Uh, as soon as I get out, uh, I really start taking the music serious. Okay. Because I gained my confidence. Like, I really got my confidence from jail. Okay. Because I was rapping on them. Boom. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you hard, hard. I'm like, 
Oh, I ain't scared to rap in front of motherfuckers no more. I can yeah. do that shit. So that's where I gained my confidence at. And I just started taking that shit more and more serious. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I had people, uh, I had a couple of people that worked at Interscope, Alexis Brown. She had plugged me in. She was having me at like big ass studios and shit. So I was going there. And then I started going to the Hollywood Barn Grill, performing like, that's how I met everybody else and shit. Okay, and then what? Cause you're you're more of a power player. Yeah, I feel like you're not really. So, I, so when tell I, me how. So you when I went to your power moves were. So this is how my power moves were. This how I, so I always had pushed fanatics. So <laughs> it was just me. Like I said, it was just me, and I was saying fanatic gang. I always needed some. Like, yeah, like a little gang. I needed a gang. So <laughs> I'm going to Hollywood Bar and Grill, and I, I ran into my boy Jr. He was a part of the tattoo tattoo crew called uh, N Inc. So it, it was like a tattoo squad and shit. So. He introduced me to everybody else, and that's how I met my other partner that's on the song with me, Don't Drop the Thun Thun. Uh, don't drop that. Don't, don't, hey, don't my nigga, drop that. My nigga, easy. <laughs> okay. And from there on out, we just clicked. Like, mm-hmm. I started, I joined the tattoo squad. That's how I ended up getting all these fucking. Yeah, you got a lot of tats. Yeah. But you got, you got a tat right here? Yeah, I got my blood drops. I got, oh, my God. What's it say? I love me. I think one of them say I'm single. Let me see. What's it say? I love me or I'm single. That one says I'm single. Why'd you put I'm single? What's your sign? Uh, Aquarius. Are you cool than a motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Aquarius is cool. I fuck with Aquarius. Okay, but why does it say I'm single? Man, I was going through some shit. You went through a breakup, but you was like, I'm a, I'm a And then, then Lil, then Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne. I'm a fucking diehard Lil Wayne fan. Like Lil Wayne's dope. I was gonna ask you who you're, who who you looked up to. I'm a Jay fan. I don't know if you saw my Jay Z painting in the. I'm a Jay Z fan. Too. I'm a gigantic. I just, I'm gonna tell you when I stopped listening to Jay Z. Please say it was after the Black Album. Oh, my mama. Oh, my mama. I, I stopped listening. It's not the same no more after that. Yo, it's not the, after the Black let Album. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. That is exactly what happened to me. But it was like after the Black Album, I didn't, honestly, I didn't really value 444 either. What, what came after the Black Album? There was another album in between, wasn't was it? it American, was it American Gangster? American Gangster was pretty hard. But yeah, it was, uh, I think there was one, but I remember after the Black Album, I was like, Ooh. Yeah, because it was I like- I wasn't really feeling it. It wasn't it. Because the Black Album was, it was literally like- But what I will say to give Jay-Z credit is there was a long point in my life where I didn't like Reasonable Doubt. There was like, I would say for at least five years, I was not feeling Reasonable Doubt. Then as I got older, I went back and listened to it. Oh, Reasonable Doubt's dope. That's so, what happened to me after- uh, the, the fucking what's the dynasty? The dynasty dynasty was a dope record. Yeah, yeah. So after that, mm-hmm. I think the dynasty and the blue was the dynasty blueprint. Blueprint, yeah. So after that, my uncle always listened to Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. So oh, that's then, when I went back, back and listened to. It. I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same shit for me. Like, what's uh Ti? Ti, okay. I used to listen to him. Mm-hmm. I think it was like his first record, uh, his first album. I forgot. I think it was Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this nigga hard. And then that shit just changed. Like, mm-hmm. it stopped being T.I., so I stopped listening to T.I. Okay. Same shit with Ludacris. Well, Luda, yeah. No, I'm just, I can't even believe I admitted that I broke up with Jay-Z for a little bit over the you Black be Album. Honest. That's what but it was. But it was the truth. It's it was the truth. the truth. And then I felt like he started to get so rich that I couldn't relate to a lot of his records. Like, he was name dropping names that I ain't never heard. I'm like, yo, I, I'm I not your demo anymore. I can't reciprocate this shit. Yeah. You talking about hoe. But I'm glad... That's kind of cool that we... Okay. And then Lil Wayne, who, by the way, is extremely talented. I remember when he dropped, it was like with Lil Zane and like when all those little boppers were dropping. Mm. And I had a huge crush on Lil Zane. 
at the time. I think all the girls had a, a crush on Lil Zane. But Lil Wayne ended up being more of just a, a more well-rounded artist. Mm-hmm. And I think we really didn't see his maturity to like 10 years later, to be honest. Because like his first, he was cool. But I'm then a, out of I'm nowhere, like he just... Die hard Wheezy fan. Like He's amazing. Yeah, he been hard. All he's of, amazing. Like, he been hard. But I'm saying like when I was younger, I don't think... It wasn't until I got older I was like, oh, this guy's he's not a rap artist. He's in he's just a well rounded artist. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. And then I'd just be like, please let nothing happen to Wayne because he's so talented. But you know, drugs and alcohol, you'd be scared for some of these artists. Like, please like DMX was one of my favorite I swear to God, DMX, Damien, that shit used to scare I used to listen to Damien shit because that shit used to be scary. But it's like, I'm like, this nigga rapping. Then he rapping in a whole another voice, like talking. That shit was hard to me, bro. Yeah, yeah. I fuck yeah. with DMX. Let me tell you, I saw DMX like a month before he, a month and a half, maybe two months before mm. he died at an airport, and I don't, I don't get like fanned out, except for like Jay Z. Uh-huh. Jay Z, I've been known to stutter, like just can't so form you, a word. You met Jay Z. I met Jay Z, and wow. I had it was it was such a rush. I wish they would have just understood that I just needed to sit still and just own it for a minute. They uh-huh. were like, hey, Jay-Z, meet Colleen. And it was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let me take it in first before you throw me in front of him. But, um, and sort of like the end of time, anyone that was there will still bring up like, yo, you legit froze. But it was just like, yo, if you would have just let me be in the room for like five minutes and yeah. like, okay, Jay-Z's across. You don't just, what hey, you would Jay-Z have said. Did- Huh? What was you gonna say? What you gonna ask him? I mean, I had the high school magazine at the time, and there was high schoolers uh, that were I had that were supposed to meet him that day, so they spoke up very well and articulate for me for like a bunch of fifteen year olds. But I just, I probably would have just been like, "I love you, (laughs) (laughs) I love you, man, I love you," and you saved my life so many times. Yeah, like yeah, it's crazy how much his music saved me through a lot. Still does. I still love him. You know, the rapper that I cheat on him with, I call it cheating because, like, I'll be loyal to, like, one person. Like, that's how I am. I'm I'm not a cheater. I'm very much, like, I like my chocolate. That's it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or I like this. That's it. I don't, don't like, mixing up stuff. So, like, Jay-Z is like, Jay-Z's my man. That's it. But I will cheat on him with Drake. Rapping Drake. Rapping. No, hold on. Rapping Drake. Rapping Drake. The I say Drake. He put that shit out there. You can listen to him. Just rapping, but his the shit he be saying about the song, about the relationships and shit. Like I just feel like Cuz is just talking to me, like my situations, like with a female. Like the shit he be saying, I be like, damn nigga, do you? Is you right here? Is you really? my conscious? Well, like, maybe that's why he wrote that album for your bo- for his boys or whatever. For the but dog. I, I listen. First of all, anytime Drake sings, I just. I can't. I can't last three seconds. I it doesn't. For real? No, I can't do it. It has to be him rapping and that only. Like, if he has a half record and it's half raps and half songs, yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally will only listen to the raps. I don't even give the songs a chance. You know what? I've been doing that lately too, though. When it gets to the singing part of the shit, yeah, because the beat change and shit, yeah, yeah. I've been skipping that yeah. shit too. You know who else I've been sleeping on, and I hate to admit it, uh, J Cole. I, what's that? Nineteen forty is that nineteen forty two his album or something? The, was it nineteen forty eight or some shit? That's when I started fucking with one of the albums. That's when I started fucking with J Cole because I was in prison at the time and that album, Big Sean, them shits was like. I I don't think I've ever really listened to a full J Cole album. I just know that sometimes on my Apple Music, 
I don't know how I ended up with J. Cole songs in my downloads, yeah. but I'm like, oh, he, he's kind of fresh. When I would give his albums a try, I would always feel like J. Cole, no disrespect, but like who produces those tracks? Him. Exactly. He needs to just stop producing tracks and just stick to rapping. I don't know. I've just, I just, I'll be feeling him. Yeah, I, but like I said, as I get older, I'm like, you know, J. Cole's definitely dope. I, but I definitely like a certain I sound. Stick to rap. What you, what you say? No, I'm saying you need to stick to rap and stop Just doing see, the beats. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a terrible rap critic. You know, if these guys got in a room, they'd probably be irritated. They could call yeah, me. You don't know, play my shit there. Don't drop that. Don't the don't. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. Um, oh, feed me. Let me feed you. Feed me, please. Let me get you one of these tacos. I need a cough drop. You want me to grab one of these? You want me to grab the shell right here? Yeah, you could you could touch my food. You All wanna right. you wanna use a hand sanitizer first? Let me just, let me sanitize my hand. I don't want to be touching on people's food. They be touching my food all the time in here. They do? Yeah. No, I'll tell you what's crazy is when people will have raw meat and they will massage the, the raw, raw meat. meat. And I'll be like, yo, if I would have known you were touching the meat, we have plastic gloves that oh, we God. handle the food with. But I'm saying grandma didn't use that shit back in the day. She's No, just... but when you're doing a podcast, it's like, okay, but what if you have to touch the mic and touch this or yeah, touch they're that? Gonna, they're like, going to be on your ass. <laughs> Online. Okay, let me get this taco ready. So you say you don't like uh, hot sauce. Did you put hot sauce in it? Mm -mm. You said no? No hot sauce. Oh, I wanted you to make it your way. That's come on. You put the hot sauce on there afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just wondering where the so, ketchup gets in here. Let me just put it right here. Where does the ketchup get in? Ketchup already in there. Oh, okay, okay. But it goes on top of it too. Okay. Yeah, so sure. you put the ketchup in with the meat and the seasoning. This is different. And you use the whole packet of taco seasoning? Yes. Oh, let's see how salty this bad boy is. The ketchup. The ketchup, okay. That's You're gonna put more ketchup on it? I'm about to eat this taco. Hold on, a little ketchup. <laughs> I feel like we are inside your baba's living room right now. Yeah. Please don't put too much hot sauce. I ain't gonna bring you up like that. So, Killa, I'm having so much fun with you today. <laughs> Truly a breath of fresh air, okay? We literally could be homies on the outside, outside mm -hmm. of life. Okay. So, now that we close, I could clown you for like three seconds. Three seconds. So, right. you got two tattoos above oh. your eyebrows. One that says, I love me. And the other one that says I'm single. Yeah. This is reading very emotional. Yeah. Tell me the story. Man, I fuck around. Oh, no, no, no. Speak it to the mic. I fuck around and got into a relationship with the devil. <laughs> That's what happened. You feel me? I got. I actually got tricked into a relationship. What do you mean? Like, I was dealing with a girl and we was just kicking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, every day. And the whole time, I'm like, I'm telling them, like, I've never been in a relationship with you. Because mm -hmm. I know how she get down. How she get down? She's a player. Oh, you mean like a like a dude like player? Like, like she's like a she, nigga. Like okay. yeah, she's like that. So me knowing how she was, I told her I'd never be in a relationship with you. And and I want to say when I was well, we was sixteen. That's when I first got with this girl, and the bitch was pregnant. She was pregnant when you were dating her. And I didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, I wasn't fucking her. Okay. So we wasn't having sex, but she was pregnant the whole time. Okay. She was fucking with an older nigga, like. He was picking her up from high school and shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you know. So that was like my first time dealing with her. And she just got on, disappeared. And I didn't know what's, what was going on. And yeah. then I found out like, ah, this bitch pregnant. Okay. So, but yeah, the same girl I ended up getting with her. But after I told her I wouldn't be with her, she tricked me into like being with her. Like, 
How does a woman trick Because it's like, it was like Your weird. name is Killer. I wasn't, you know. You wasn't killing it. I wasn't killing it. I'm like, I was in love with this bitch. Okay, okay. So it was like. Aw, that's so, so it was sweet. Like when I see, when he was she, in love, guys. Yeah, I was. I was in okay. love. So she was like, mm-hmm. she was just doing everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? She feeding me. She picking me up. She mm-hmm. had the whip. So she was picking me up, feeding me. She had her own place. Mm-hmm. So basically, she was like on some baby in me type shit, but. She was giving me her car. Mm-hmm. So, so you were in love. Yeah, but yeah. I was just comfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then one day on the feed race, she said, like, uh, she like, when we gonna be together? And I'm like, hmm, she staying. She went out like, nigga, you stand at my house, we give me car, give me your money, and all yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Okay. And it went like that. Okay. So you ended up with her, and then what? You fell in love. Dumb in love. Dumb in love. Oh, that's Dumb. so cute. It's so, not cute. You could tell you was in love because of these tattoos right for here. Real, for so real. tell me what happened. How old were you when you got these? Damn. I'm gonna say like 23, 24. Okay, so you guys get in a fight. I'm trying to I'm trying to No, so this okay, scene. so like I said, I was into I was in a, a tattoo crew. But let me tell you about the female though. So, okay. Like I said, the devil. The devil. The devil. When I was dealing with this girl, mm-hmm. she had sugar daddies. Okay. Not one, not two. She has like I ain't know about her. Okay, so I just seen them. I just she must be hot stuff. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she a little bad little bitch. But now she like that little like fuck that bitch. Like okay, no, not like that. Is she still bad though? I mean, she's still hot. Ain't nothing bad in the sugar. Okay, sugar the shit. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? You don't know, baby D. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, you seen Friday before we was like, you don't know baby. You, you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nah, but she was cool. She was a cool female. And she was like down to earth. She was like, yeah. she was like a nigga. She had yeah. like the homie or something. So I was like really, really attached. And then make a long story short, she was doing her shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do my little shit. So mm-hmm. a female bought me a phone. Mm-hmm. So I came home one night, I put my phone in my shoe. I didn't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. She was cleaning up the room and she seen a phone. Mm-hmm. When she went through my phone, the bitch texted me. Uh, good night. Mm-hmm. You know how she woke me up? How? She slapped me in my face with the iron. With a real iron? Like the a hot iron? iron? Like the, not hot, but like the iron. Yeah. Like, boom, I wake up like, what the fuck? And she was just going crazy. That's how I got, it's a cut right here. <laughs> oh my God, domestic violence at a young Yeah, age. she had a knife. She had a knife. So I'm in a room. She's trying to stab me, bro. She, she's trying to stab me, but my wrist is like, I don't know, my wrist, one of my wrists is like fucked up, was mm-hmm. fucked up, fractured or something like that. So she had the knife, but she was, she was carving, it was like cutting my wrist, like cutting my hand. Oh my gosh. She was crazy. <clears throat> so it was cutting my hand and her, it was her, her grandmother walking there and her grandmother yelling at me, let her go. I'm like, bitch, this lady, she's stabbing me. What are you talking <laughs> about? Her daughter is grabbing my leg. Oh my God. This all going on. Mm-hmm. And they don't know. I'm just trying to not to get stabbed. She's really trying to stab me. She already hit me in the face with an iron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that. So, boom. After that, they break everything up. I just got my CDs printed up. Mm-hmm. This was this was like, like I ain't have nothing. Yeah, this is like your first rap CD. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was like I just got it printed up and shit. I ain't never had no CDs before. So yeah. it was like I was like it was a big accomplishment for me. So when she did that shit. She was in the middle of the streets. I swear she was possessed. She had my CDs like snapping like. <laughs> <laughs> like making an evil ass face. Like oh I, I cannot make this God. shit up. She t- All from the one goodnight text. From the one goodnight text. Okay. So did you break up with her right away? Oh yeah, it was done after that. Because I music is I love music. Okay, but 
All right, so you break up with her. Take me to where the, the tattooing happened. So it's, I, so now I'm back in my mom's house. Uh-huh. And I'm just going through it. Because I ain't not where I want to be in life. Uh-huh. And and all your CDs are gone? All my CDs are gone. This girl. <laughs> I lost a girl I'm in love with. Aww. So I'm like, oh, going through all that shit. And I'm part of the tattoo I'm part crew. Of the tattoo. I'm part of the tattoo. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic.
my bro. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me go get a tattoo. And I couldn't think of nothing. I'm like, my favorite song, I'm single. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so it's like, it's just, I'm a Lil Wayne fan. So it's just like, boom. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to go. But the up. I love me. I love me, just in general. I just think it's such a profound statement for a guy to put on his body. It's yeah. like, it's kind of deep. You know? You got to love yourself. Yeah, but you don't expect a guy to do that. Why not? Because, you know, it's a little deep, especially a guy with all tats and da 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 I ain't really got, I got some, I got a voodoo doll. Yeah, said, but you have I Love Me. I think that's very sweet. You think that? Yeah, it's very sweet. All right, cool. I did the right thing. Yeah, so, uh, but now every time you look at those tattoos, do you think about the devil? Mm-mm. Does your girl know the story about the tattoos? I don't think she would even care. Okay. Yeah. yeah she wouldn't give a fuck. Okay. Okay. Because she's the devil too. <laughs> yeah, it says every guy. Yeah. Every guy. I think guys like their girl before they're their girl, but the, the second they become like official, they don't like their girl no more. Hell no. Nah. I let her fuck up my girl, but it's like she's fucking crazy. Maybe you like the crazy chicks. I do like the crazy chicks. A lot of guys like that. They be like, jump out the bushes, but don't jump out the bushes, but jump out the bushes, but don't if jump out the, jump bushes. the bushes. Don't jump out with no knife. Just jump out and say, ah, scare me. Yeah. Don't come out of, you know. With a knife, yeah. Yeah. There's like limits to the game. It's like, like we want, you can beat me up, but like, you don't murder me. We don't want no punk. We want, you know what I'm saying? Show me that you care. If you show a guy just no emotion for if he do wrong, mm-hmm. he gonna run over your ass. Really? Hell yeah. If he, he go out there fucking and shit and you find out, and you don't do nothing to his ass, like, or say nothing, or complain. Oh yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but my my husband sued to be possibly ex husband. Anyways, he did some shit the other day, and <laughs> he has been he hasn't talked to me in a couple of days. And yeah. from what I've gathered, is he's afraid to come home. <laughs> See, but I took the call. I think the scariest thing a woman could do is be silent. Because I hate sometimes silent treatment. Sometimes when a woman is silent, all you're thinking is, what is going on in her head? No, when a woman's silent to me, I think she's doing something. <clears throat> really? Hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah. If a woman, I feel like this. If a woman mess with it, keep messing with like you mess up and she just keep messing with you, and like, oh, it's okay. Oh, no. Fuck all that. Something ain't right. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. My husband would ask me stuff like, he, he almost implied that I cheat, but I'm like, I've never cheated on anybody, so it's yeah. like a no-brainer. But I'll be also the type that once I get quiet, that usually means I'm pl- plotting an exit. That's what I'm saying. It's not I'm cheating. It's I'm plotting an exit. But that's Meaning weird. Like, no, it just means like I, I don't want to act on emotions anymore. I want to start processing so, my emotions. So you premeditating the, the breakup? Yes, men do it all the time. No. Everyone does. When you get a breakup, see, there's two types of breakups. There's the breakup that's emotional. Nah, fuck you. I'm done. I'm done. And then a week later, you come back. That's mm. stupid. Now- that happens, say, three times. I'm like, okay. By the fourth time, I'm like, you know what? You're starting to disrupt my peace. This is starting to be something you do. Yeah. Like, you know? What, him breaking up with you or are you breaking up with him? Not the breakup, but like, say you 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 cross a threshold. Okay. I'll give you an example. My husband did not come home the other night. Mm. I said, oh. Okay. But what does that mean, though? My husband's a whore. It's easy. It's oh, easy. say let that shit be known then. Yeah, All right. he's a whore. But, but he, of course, he called me at like 6 p.m. the next day, and he was like, hello, I noticed you didn't call me. I was like, for what? Are he's you? like, well, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you why I didn't call you. I was afraid. Afraid of what? 
Because in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> I'm starting to process different. I'm yeah. like, I'm not even going to yell at you. For what? You're going to do what you want to do. It's out of my control. But what is in my control, and that's when it gets dangerous for anybody that's dating mm. me. Because once it gets silent with me, it means that I'm checking out. Like, I'm starting uh, to go, you know, maybe this isn't a good look for me. I get what you're saying. But it's, I think it's better when your girl nags you. Because then she's still invested. But once she stops nagging, yeah. I don't know. And dudes hate nags, but the truth is, once she stopped nagging, that's dudes don't really hate nags. <clears throat> I, I'm, but I really don't hate a nag because it's showing me that like, you give give some type of fuck about me. You're hilarious. If you no. nagging at me, like damn, she must really give a fuck about me. Really, you're like into those toxic relationships. I'm not into toxic. I'm that's toxic. How? Yeah, at me. Show me. Nah, no, I'm saying if that's I do some shit and you're not showing me no emotion that about none of the shit I do. So it's gonna make me like, oh, you don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, after a while, life. after a while, yeah. I know with my husband, like he did me dirty and we separated for like a year. And like he's shown so many bad hands to me at this point. I'm like How long were you married? We have been married almost three years. Okay. But the last year doesn't really count. We were separated, but he came back on like, I'm a pimp, I'm a wolf, I'm a this. I'm like, what? He said he was a wolf to my dad. My dad was like, what? I was like, you told my dad you was a wolf? I was like, you're more like a cub, but like, okay. You told my pops that? What's wrong with you, man? This nigga's stupid, but uh, this nigga <laughs> walking around, he's like, I'm a pimp. I think I'm going to be a pimp, and I'm, okay. But I'll tell you one thing. Pimps are usually smart. They don't lose they woman. They don't. Like yeah. Your woman is your greatest asset if you're doing her right. If you're not doing her right, she could be your worst enemy. But like, if you're doing your woman right, she is your greatest asset. There's mm. no better ride or die than a, in a woman that's in your corner. For real? Yeah, she'll be more loyal than your homies, in my opinion. You know what? You probably you. I, I'm 100 with you on that. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. I've had friends that go to jail, and most of their homies don't keep up with them. But they girls. Those that girls don't keep up with them. A lot of them, they girls do. It depends, cause some of y'all like to date like. Girls that are certain types of women. What you mean? Huh? What you mean? Like, I got some girlfriends that are like straight up players. Like, the yeah. devil girl. Like, they be like, oh, he fucked up. I'm out here in the streets too. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of them like that. Like, it's a lot of them that don't ain't like that, but they're like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't do I do not do revenge stuff. I don't. I'll leave. I'll leave before I cheat. But my reasoning is that I secretly think I'm hot. So I be like, well, I could get anybody anytime. Why bother cheating? Like the second way. we break up, I could fill that roster in less than a week. But you don't want to fill the roster. No, I don't. But but I'm just saying I don't cheat because yeah. I know that I'll always have options. So what is that's not cheating still? No, if you if, don't cheat, if you, you break up you, with if you break up with him tomorrow, uh-huh. I mean today, you break up today, you have sex tomorrow. Is that cheating? But I don't do that. I'm just saying. If you break up today and you have sex tomorrow, no, that's not cheating. Why is not cheating? I'm going to tell you right now, I don't do that because I believe that one of the worst things that could happen is, have you ever <laughs> broke up with somebody and then you get with somebody else and it was whack and you're like, why did I do that? You're only going to think about the person more. Exactly. So I would never do that. I think a lot I've heard of, so many dudes do that and they'd be like, it's the worst. You have sex with somebody. I think a lot of my relationships was like, I was the- uh, Rebound? On Crip. I feel like I was a rebound. Like still to this day, I feel like I'm the rebound nigga. Yeah, that's Because I get with a girl, and then it be like, 
Like, hold on. Like, nah. <laughs> what you know? Don't try to be all lovey-dovey with me. All my boyfriends were rebounds. <laughs> That's fucked up. Like, why I got to be the one to get everything? Like, I don't want to be the rebound. Why? I never had no girl that was just like mine. That, that is just because you're a rebound doesn't make it yours. She's no, more invested because she's trying every to. Every time I've been with a girl, they always was still in love with the ex. Or mm-hmm. it was I never had no girl that was just like Aww. like mine. Baby violence. Yeah, like this is my baby. Like you would never think, killer. This is how you are in real life. That's why I. Am. <laughs> that's why I am the way I am. Because <laughs> I don't know, but it's sugar though. Damn. Yeah, I always been a rebound. Aww. I don't know if I've ever been a rebound. I will say this, though. I'll be paranoid that dudes will try to trap me. Like I'm a, always a paranoid about that. Yeah, what? always paranoid about being trapped with a baby. I low-key feel like my husband. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll be, I'll be scared of that stuff. I'll be scared. I feel yeah. like dudes beat me and they be like, I want to keep her. Yeah. Dudes, and then they, don't, they ain't going about it the right dudes way. Dudes that do that, they're trapping. They do. And they always make like women do it. It's men. I think I did that before. No way. You know, I think I tried my baby mother. Really? You know, the first time we had sex. You mean the vir- virginity one? Nah, the last one. <laughs> I told him, because it was like, I had a crush on her for like a long ass time. So I used to always tell my partner, when I seen her, I was like, man, I'm going to marry that bitch right there. I just always say, I'm like, nigga, that's my wife right there. Aww. And when I finally got her, I was like, damn, nigga, you got her. What you going to do with her? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just too much. Aww. So, cause she like a she was like a hot commodity, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just like I don't know, but now she cool. Now she cool. Well, y'all have how many kids together? Y'all got like a bunch of kids together now. Yeah, we got some kids together. Are you guys married yet? Nah. What? Why? Nah, I was engaged. To her? Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't tired of night fast enough. What, is she changing her mind on you? You looking sad right now. Because I'm <laughs> back down memory lane. Nah. Yeah, man. Home ain't home no more. Aw. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's bad right now. Aw. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll work out. Sometimes what I've, I'm learning now that I'm almost 40 is like, it's a maturity thing. Like, I feel like, like, I don't take stuff personal. Like, when my husband does stupid stuff, I'm like, okay. He's on, like, the stupid bus right now. It has nothing to do with it's me. A, it's communication. You know, like... If we communicating through uh fucking text messages, yeah. shit, like you mad at me, you texting me your problems. Yeah. I can't get jiggy with that shit because I can't mm-hmm. attack your ass back while you shooting that shit to me. I'm still reading and you just coming and coming, so I can't even respond back. I'm just like fuck it. I don't want to. I don't even want to text no more. You're hilarious. I'm for real. I heard a lot of guys hate the long text from women. I feel like it's better because otherwise I will I will end up cursing you out and I also am Jamaican so like sometimes if I get really mad I speak Patois. Bumble clock good me. Let me tell you something. <laughs> nothing scares my husband more than Patois. Like What's he'll that? be like it's just broken English. Oh. And so he'll be like he'll think I'm possessed or something because he'll say? be like you don't sound like that in real life. I'm say, like yeah me, no you gotta piss me off. You gotta piss me off. And it come out. It comes out and uh, I'll be I feel like oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! And I'll be and I remember that my mom only spoke patois when she would get upset. Pass what? Patois? Patois. Patois. <laughs> Wait, tell yo! I just want to get to the fanatics finish oh, line because we be getting off. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, so she broke up your CDs. You was at home crying with your little tattoos. Yeah, I was part of tattoo crew, so okay. it was already in. Mm-hmm. So, boom! I got my tattoos, and then I want to say like a month later. Mm-hmm. I started cracking. 
Really? Yeah, don't drop that thong thong start. And did she uh did she ever reach out to you? Oh hell yeah. Really? And what yeah, how was you was like, like was you like, yeah. I was curving that bitch. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, cause he's like, when I was with her, I was like always respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm on. Mm-hmm. I got money, got my own car now. Yeah. I'm not tripping, I don't need you for nothing. So yeah, I got I did got the best. Yeah. Yeah, she was trying to come back and it work. Yeah, but were you secretly in your head super happy that she you were able to curb her? Were you like every time I see that? Every, text? It, it happens every time in my life. Really? Once a woman exits my life, I elevate. Really? Hell yeah. What like, does that say though? Do you I'm think... picking the wrong woman. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. That's and how I'm, I be feeling. And uh, I think it was like, I ain't want to be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Look that. at you, Kayla. I would never think this side of you is so beautiful. <laughs> what else can we expect next from you? Uh, right now, I got a project called Ugly. It's out right now. I got them dropping Ugly Part 2, January. Uh, we have a, just opened up a closing store on Melrose, mm-hmm. Grind to be Rich Closing. We're going to try to get Famous Failures in there, right? Famous Failures. Why are you, why are you froze like that? Does it know? No, famous fail. Famous failures. Yeah, famous failures. We in this bitch like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna get that in the clothing store and uh, shit. I got merchandise. Let me show you. I can't even show you my. You can't. We'll take pictures with it later. Yeah. It looks good. So, what was the hardest part about fanatics? The uh, hardest part is like the business part. Yeah. So basically, the situation was we had a manager. The motherfucking manager was our lawyer and our manager. That's terrible. Terrible as fuck. Terrible. Yeah, we not, but Jesus. we ain't we ain't knowing that at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. So that shit went on and yeah, we right here. So was there uh uh money, no money, money, no money, wrong? It was yeah, it's money, but we never we have never seen a fucking uh a check, like for no amount. Never seen. I never seen no check. Like, but I get money, but I never seen this shit physically. What do you mean? I never seen a check before. How? I never seen a check. How did you get your money? The manager. Cash. Uh, direct like uh, not direct deposit. Uh, you know, you seen that shit? Zelle or? Oh. Yeah, but we never know how much the money is. Like we we'll never know. Like I never know how much money how much money it was that you got paid. Wow. How is that possible? This shit is janky. The music is janky. So but. it's not like that for you now, though, right? Hell yeah, shit, right, right, right now. Hell yeah, shit, janky. Right now, yeah. do you still have the same manager and lawyer? No. But you're independent now. I'm independent as fuck. So it's not janky. It's no, it's not janky. It's like me doing it like that. I'm just saying, like the shit that I have that's going for me is janky. Like the nothing situation. Yeah. Like I can't do nothing. I can't do shit with that shit. Well, you could, could perform it and still make money. Yeah, that's it, but it's not like... You can't get no publishing or anything off Yeah, because he owned the publishing and the record label's on the publishing. Oh, shit. That's terrible. Yes, yeah, so I'm not getting no publishing from that shit. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So now now you own all your publishing and everything now. Hell no. Now I do, but that yeah. the shit that matters the to me... The shit that mattered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how much money did you actually end up walking away with from Fanatic, from that song? I want to say like a couple hundred thousand. Damn. And did you blow it all? Hell yeah. What did you blow it all on? Just on surviving. Just like, just like you know, I splurge and shit, all shit, but yeah. it's still like just surviving. 
you know? Yeah. It, like, the money from Thotan wasn't, like, no money you can just go crazy with. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just, like... So you managed it enough to be able to survive over yeah, it yeah. for a while. For a while. For a while. Till this day. Now you... It's till this day. Yeah, till this That's day. really good. Yeah. That's really good. So now you have this new project that you're doing independently, 100% independent. Who's on the project with you? Uh, right now, I got features from uh, Sada Baby. Uh, Everybody likes Sada Baby. I hate Sada Baby. You hate Sada Baby. I fucking hate Sada, Sada Baby. Hard. Every time I hear I Sada, Sada Baby. I Sada Baby. I'm sorry. School. Let me just tell you something. When I was pregnant with my daughter, if you played Sada Baby, she would like jump all around in my stomach. It was Turn, weird. Turned them up. Only the Sada Baby. It would be like hey. Sada Baby. She'd be like, boop, 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 boop. Sada Baby And I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's going to be ratchet as fuck. Nah. <laughs> hey, now yeah. to this day, if she hears bat music, she's like, Bobby, dance, 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 dance. I'm like, okay. I'm going to tear it up. That yeah. funny. But that's no, funny. Sada Baby. Okay, who else? Uh, Zola Where's Sada Baby from? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, I don't like Sada Baby. Sorry. Wow. I just don't I like school. his, his you, voice I, sound. I fuck with you, school. You know, I fuck with you. I'm not supposed to say that, huh? Sada nah, you ain't supposed to say that. Okay, Sada Baby's amazing. He might pull up on your ass. <laughs> He'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> Sada Baby right. gonna pull up. Okay, okay, okay. So you got Sada Baby. Who else you got? Uh, I got Zoe Sama on okay. there. Uh, Lil Veda. Mm -hmm. G5. Okay. Young Sam. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, good, good. No, no, not too, not too much. So did the album already drop? Yeah, Ugly's out right now. Ugly, okay. Ugly Part 1 is out right now. Part 2 dropping... Fuck it, I'm gonna drop that shit next month. Okay. December. Okay. And then do you Just now that you own your own stuff, do you get like every time someone buys it, you get a check or Yeah, you get a check, all that. Not no check. You get a uh, distro kid. I still get BMI checks and shit. But, okay. You know what I'm saying? But distro kid. Is there anything outside of the store on Melrose and Ugly that you're doing? Like are you looking into acting or any other facets of production? Uh, we actually do the acting. We do movies like short films and shit. Okay. We got one out right now called Eviction. Uh-huh. Yeah. But Where is it out on? Man, you would, if I tell you what happened to me, you wouldn't believe it. So it was on my YouTube. Okay. Like, I'm going to say, like, last week, my whole everything was canceled. Like, I mean, hijacked. How? Some hijackers. You mean, like, off YouTube? Strip my YouTube. Strip my YouTube and, and my email. So I'm going through some shit right now with Google to get all my shit back. But do you have the actual movie on a hard drive or something? <clears throat> Probably in my text messages or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This sounds pretty bad. It's bad right now. Like the whole situation with the everything's bad. Only thing I got to myself right now is my fucking Spotify and my Apple Music and shit like that. But my YouTube, all that's been compromised. Oh, that sucks. Yes, I got alert recently on one of our pages, and I just was praying it was fake because I think our Facebook page got pulled for a second, but I don't think it got pulled. I don't know. They good. These they, guys, they good. It would suck, because it takes so long to build a following. Bro, 122,000 followers. Jeez. Were you getting checks from YouTube, too? Yeah. How good are those checks from YouTube? YouTube is like the shit. <laughs> YouTube is the shit, bro. Especially if you really got your shit hooked up, right? Like, yeah, YouTube is it. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people are producing movies on Tubi now. Tubi. And they're making like nice little checks off that. Yeah. Yeah. You it. may have to put eviction on Tubi. Yeah. And maybe the look. I know someone that could hook that up. You got the plug? I got the plug. Okay. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thanks guys for listening and eating ketchup tacos that I highly wouldn't. Nah, I'm, uh -uh, I'm not going to hate. Don't, don't say that because she, she, look, she part Caucasian, y'all. So she ain't like the ketchup in the uh, hot sauce. She ain't putting enough hot sauce on there. 
I love, I love, I love, nothing more than I love when people bring up my my little bit of whiteness. I'm a Jew, just for the record. I don't think that's really white. I don't think Jews are white. Not really. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Eating While Broke. Peace. Peace. For more Eating While Broke from iHeartRadio and The Black Effect, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.